Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We have been discussing Chapter 9, Raja Vidya, Raja Guhya Yoga. Yoga of Supreme Knowledge and Supreme Secret. The Supreme Secret is who I am. That's the secret. And the knowledge is the Brahma Vidya. Knowing that knowledge, I will know everything. As we have seen in Chandogya Upanishad, Father asks the son, have you asked that question, having known, everything is known. So Bhagavan said, I will reveal that knowledge to you in this chapter. So we have seen the relationship between individual, this world, and the creator of this world. That's basically the topic of this chapter. What is the relationship between all these three entities which I consider to be the reality. I know I exist, that means I am an effect. I know the world exists, so world is an effect. And knowing the laws of causation, we know that the effect cannot exist without a cause, so that cause must be the creator. So you have concluded that if the effect as I in the world exists, there must be a cause which we call him or it a creator or God. Now what is the relationship between the creator and this created is the topic of our discussion. So in the laws of causation, we also learned that effect cannot exist without a cause. An effect is really nothing but the cause modified in a different form. Effect is nothing but a cause representing itself in a different form. Our standard example, gold, the bangles are nothing but the gold in a different form. Gold necklace is nothing but the gold in a different form. So the effect, as I see, is myself and this world must be the cause in a different form. And then we have seen that the cause, if removed from the effect, then nothing remains. There's a third law of causation is, if we remove the effect from the cause, then nothing remains. So you remove the creator, the God, the cause for my being here, then I don't exist. What is that which if removed, I do not remain as myself? Is basically the question you have to ask. And we know that everything else can be modified. My body gets modified and I still exist. My eyes may not see properly, but I still remain as I. But the one thing if removed, I don't remain as I, that's my own consciousness. When I am not there as a conscious being, I do not remain as I am today. So the effect and the cause are intertwined and one is removed, the other does not exist. So if the divinity, the God is removed from this world, then the world does not exist. If the two exist at the same time, 
then we have seen that that must be the case with the effects, efficient cause and the material cause for the world are one and the same. In normal case, we see the efficient cause is the creator of a pizza. In case of pizza creator, the pizza maker is the efficient cause. In ingredients for the pizza is the material cause. In this case, Bhagavan said that I exist as the cause and I also exist as the effect. As we have seen in I exist as manifest and also unmanifest. When that happens, that both causes, efficient material, are one and the same, then the effect is something like a dream, something like an illusion. So in a dream, I am the efficient cause and I am the material cause. And Bhagwan says that he remains Bhagwan, and we still exist as a world of beings. And that effect must be like a dream. So that's basically the relationless relationship we had been discussing. And Bhagwan said that all the effects are within me, but I'm not in them. In other words, that the effects do not affect me. My representation as effects do not affect my own being as immutable, all-pervading, all-knowing being. And then he also said, even these effects do not exist in me. In other words, that there is no modification taking place in the cause itself to be represented is the effect. So we have seen many examples of rope and snake, post and ghost. These are classical examples. We can't even improve on them. They come from our scriptures. So Bhagavan now continues and says, how does this effect comes into being? There has to be some process. So Bhagavan in verse 10 continues and says, Maya Adhyakshena Prakrutihi Suyate Sachara Acharam Maya Adhyakshena Adhyaksha Under my watchful eye Pratyaksha Pratyaksha Right in front of my eyes Adhyaksha under my watchful eye, under my eye. Therefore, in our Hindi and Gujarati or vernacular languages, officer in a government is called adhyaksha in an organization. An adhyaksha, a supervisor. He's supervising the department. Without him, the department may not make progress, may be in chaos, or may not exist, but he's supervising this department. So we can say, under his adhyakshaship, department made lots of progress. So he gets the credit. Everybody else is working in the department, but adhyaksha gets the credit. Because without him, the department will be in chaos. So Bhagavan says, Maya adhyakshena, supervised by me, under my watchful eye, by my proximity, just by my presence, Prakritihi suyate sachara acharam. Prakriti produces sachara that moves and achara that does not move. So Sanskrit is a very efficient language. They don't want to describe a lot of things over the jagat. Chara achara. 
everything moving and unmoving. So everything is included, from Higgs boson to your dark energy to dark material to human beings in the Mahatmas. So everything is included in it. Is it produced by whom? Is a prakriti. I do not produce anything. Purusha, I am inactive. The principle of purusha, which is conscious, is inactive. Prakriti, which is inert, is active. In the presence of purusha, prakriti becomes animated and produces. Prakriti hi suyate sacharacharam. It produces everything that you see and perceive. It is something like when I am in a deep sleep, there is no prakriti, there is no world. But as soon as I wake up, the same mind and intellect, which are inert by nature, could not produce anything while I am in deep sleep. But just by touch of my consciousness in my waking state, it produces the entire world for me. Then I'll remember everything I have to do today. My world comes into existence by the touch of my consciousness. But consciousness itself did not do anything. Mind and intellect started working as soon as the I am conscious about my waking world. The Bhagavan said, Maya Adhyakshena, under my watchful eye, or because of my association with the Prakriti. And Prakriti we have seen is nothing but my own maya. And maya, Bhagavan Sankaracharya defined as yama sa maya. That which is not but appears to be that is maya. The power of Brahman to create something out of nothing and not getting affected by it is maya. So he said that prakriti is the material cause for this jagat. And that prakriti produces chara and achara in this world. Hetuna anena kaunteya, by this cause. So what is the cause? Cause is the association of purusha with the prakriti. When I associate myself with my architectural training and sit down to do something, that's where I created design. So this consciousness is like that efficient cause, which is the knowledge. And then Prakriti is my activity to do something. So Bhagavan said, Hetuna Anena, by this cause, association of Purusha with the Prakriti, Jagat vi Parivartate. Jagat goes into this cycles of creation and dissolution, creation and dissolution. It is my own consciousness which makes me go through Waking, dream and deep sleep. Waking, dream and deep sleep. Continuously. Every day, every night. Hetuna anene kuntiya jagat viparivartate. By this cause of association of consciousness with maya, the prakriti, this jagat continues to go into cycles of creation and dissolution. So Bhagavan has defined the relationship of that cause with the jagat as we see as the effect. But then he said, why don't I experience it? We started out by royal secret that I do not know who I am because I'm ignorant about my own self. 
I know everything about what I have become. I was a child, then I was a boy, then I went to elementary school, high school, went to college, went to architecture school, became an architect. All that I remember. But I can't answer the question, who is it that describing me? Who is it that saying that I went to? Who went to that school? So Bhagavan said, Avajananti, Mam Mudha, Manusim Tanum Asritaha. When I take refuge in the human body, so this applies to all of us. Now many translations say, Mudha, the people who are ignorant, they don't recognize the avatara when they take avatara. But we have seen, we are all avatars. We are nothing but the manifestation, the same divinity, same reality. Because we have concluded that there is no other cause, there is no other fundamental reality other than the creator himself. Because somebody had to create this jagat. Okay, so that's Bhagwan, God. Where did he get the material? And we concluded the material came from him alone. If the material came from him and he created me, how far can I be from him? I cannot be any further than to my own self. But I don't recognize that. That's my mudhita. That's my foolishness. Knowing fully well that only he exists and nothing else, I still consider myself to be different from him. It is something like if a wave thinks that it's not an ocean, it's not part of the ocean. So you can't imagine the wave can only exist within ocean only. Wave cannot be sitting on a beach and enjoying the ocean or observing the ocean. It is not possible that wave can be separate from the ocean. But wave does not know that. And therefore, where you think it is separate from the ocean. It wants to be on the beach and enjoy the ocean. We want to be who I am and realize God. So I want to be myself as I am. Don't change anything. But I also want to see Bhagawan outside of me. Therefore, Bhagawan says, Avajananti mudha manusim tanum ashritam When I am taking refuge in human body, they ignore me. Avajanandi, ignore me. So I ignore myself. I pay attention to everything that I have accomplished, achieved, accumulated, and trying to preserve. What I'm avoiding is to know who I am. Avajanandi mamuda. Avajanandi means they're ignoring me. The divinity in me is the one I'm ignoring. I do not want to know anything about that. What will happen to me when I die? I don't know anything about it. Avajananti manusim tanum asritam. We are the only entities who have intellect to know, mind to think about it. But we are not using it for that. We are using it for everything else. Param bhavam ajanantaha. Because they do not know the higher nature of themselves. When I am associating with the human form, I'm associating with the form itself, but the higher nature of that form is I'm unaware of. Mama Bhuta Maha Ishwaram. 
they do not know that I am the core of every human being, that I am the Lord of all the beings. And we have discussed the Lordship is something where my existence depends on it. That's, oh my Lord, because with, you, know, you can destroy me. The Lordship in me is my own consciousness, but I'm ignoring it. Param bhavam ajananta. I do not know my higher nature. I know my lower nature. Ashtada prakriti we have discussed. I know about it. Who I am, what I have accomplished, my mind, my intellect, my ego. But higher nature, I am not aware of it. And therefore, Bhagavan says, Moga asa. This is the reason why I do not know myself. Moga asa. Vain desires. I have all the desires to buy the new BMW iX, all electric. All other desires I have. I want to make sure that I have proper retirement funds. I want to make sure my children do well. I have to make sure my grandchildren even do well. But I do not have any desire to know myself. I want to be here forever, but without making any effort about knowing myself, which is immortal. So, moga asa, moga karmana. Because my desires are vain, my actions are also vain. I can only work to fulfill my desires. So I'm working towards my desires, which are vain in the first place. And therefore, the actions I'm performing are also vain. Mogagnana. That because my knowledge is vain. I know everything about everything. Internet, <laughs> Bluetooth, how a computer works. I want to know physics. I want to know Higgs boson. All of that. But I do not want to know who I am. So Bhagavan says, Mogagan, we chetasaha, because they are not capable of thinking what is right. We chetasaha. Human beings are avoiding me, ignoring me, because of their vain desires, vain actions, vain knowledge. We chetasaha, their ability to think is misguided. Raksasim asurim chaiva prakritim mohinim sritaha. Because they are under the spell of, they are under the refuge of, they have surrendered to, asritaha, to, raksasim asrim chaiva prakritim. They have taken refuge in their rajasic and asuric tendencies. So as we have seen, prakriti has three gunas, so everything in the prakriti has three gunas including every human being. You have sattva, you have rajas and you have tamas. But we have become predominantly rajasic and tamasic. Therefore, we want to be the man of action. We want to achieve things, produce things. He says, raksasim asrimcha eva prakriti mohinim sritaha. They are deluded by this rajas and tamas. And sattva is subdued by this rajas and tamas. So my rajasic tendency is I meditation, no, I cannot do meditation. I can think about everything else. Because the mind is so active in projecting all the ideas about what I'm supposed to do from Monday through Friday. So Bhagavan said that that is the reason that people, when I dwell in the human form, they ignore me. Not that I'm not there, 
but as if i'm not there as if my consciousness doesn't mean anything everything else means a lot to me but not what me, that which makes me who i am we'll stop right here if you find this podcast helpful please support it by donating any amount by going to the episode's website at neilbutt.podbean.com or at chinmayarichmond.org thank you om sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramayaha sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit दुख भाग भवे ओ शांति 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 हरि ओ श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि ओ